Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, that's at Kilgallen's Pub. Also on Instagram, at Kilgallen's Pub. Give myself a follow, at Joe Kilgallen. On all the platforms, Twitter, Facebook, which is like, you gotta like it, you don't follow it. I think the same shit, right? Um, Facebook.com backslash Joe Kilgallen Comedy, that's what it is there. But other than that, it's my name on everything, Instagram, you know, all that stuff. Snapchat, I don't really do as much. Anyway, I go over all this every week just to, in case people are new, in case you're new to the podcast, going, what the hell is all this shit about? Well, I'm a stand comedian based out of Chicago, Illinois, and I like to do this podcast. Um, I'm slowly but surely shifting format in the sense that I'm doing one a week with a guest, one without. So expect a, another podcast to drop later this week. I've been weekly, and I'm going to go twice a week because I'm having that much fun podcasting. This is going to be a very fun one. Not that long of one, though. I'm going to keep this close to a half an hour since it's just me rocking a solo podcast. Uh, for you kids today, uh, just before Halloween, so Halloween's tomorrow, so I'll talk a little Halloween stuff with you. And uh, I got big news in my personal life, but like always, I want to th- start off every podcast by thanking those of you who listen to the podcast. Uh, the podcast has been growing, which is nice, so it means you're telling your friends. So if you could keep telling your friends, that's great, because it's growing, but now, you know it's not blowing up. I'm not getting to that point yet, which is fine. I don't do it for those reasons. I do it because I enjoy doing it, and I, I love the medium. I love being able to talk to people. I like... Uh, and I'm a podcast fan myself. I listen to podcasts. So I think that's like the whole thing. If you do it out of love, you don't really care about all the other stuff. But I do want to thank the people, show you guys some gratitude for telling your friends about it and spreading the word. Last week, I had Dale McPeak on. That was a lot of fun. Um, I've had great guests. I've been very lucky to have all these awesome guests, you know? Um, mostly comedians, like I've said before, because I'm a stand-up comedian, so it's just easier to talk to those people. Uh, it's easy. I know their schedules. But um, I've had other people on too, and I'm looking more towards having... You know, I'm, I'm going to broaden the horizon now that we're getting into, like, you know, it's, it's we're now mid-fall, basically. Fall, winter, I feel like I got to I gotta find some good good drinking partners. You know what I mean? People who are like, you know, let's, let's, let's daytime drink on a Tuesday in a dark bar because we're going through some shit. Like, those type of people to find, which I feel like are a lot of comedians, but maybe some writers, some, uh, some movers, some shakers. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to diversify the lineup instead of just comedians. I know I've been saying that and it's really been like 91% comedians, but I'm going to I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to mix it up a little bit for you kids out there. Uh before I get to my big news, um what else did I want to mention for you guys? No, I think that's about it really. Go check out past episodes of the podcast. Each episode stands alone. They're not time sensitive. Rarely do we talk about current events. I know I'm going to mention Halloween, but you could you could make fun of Halloween at any time of year. You know what I mean? You could talk talk about all the good time getting candies, all the good costumes. As you guys know, who've been following the podcast, I'm a parent. My son is going as Elmo this year. This is his second Halloween. Last year, he was a little lion, which was cute as hell. And now he's going as Elmo, who's one of his guys. Almost one of my guys, too. You know who's an underrated follow on Twitter? Elmo. I'm not kidding. I am not messing with This is not me being silly and fun. You're on Twitter, which I imagine a lot of you are. If you're not, by the way, you're probably smarter than most. But it's, it's whatever. It's, it is what it is. I think Twitter's getting bad. You know, for a while, everyone's like, oh, Facebook sucks now. And then t- people were like really into Twitter. And I'm all about Instagram. But Facebook, I've worked out where all I see is like dog videos and animal videos. So it's not that bad anymore. And then Twitter has gotten to the point where it's just the absolute worst. It seems like a bunch of people racing to be the first to talk about something. And the unoriginality is running rampant on that website. I tweeted something earlier today. That I'll get to later because it's part of one, one of the things I kind of had in my mind to talk about with you guys about consistency. But I tweeted something today and someone I know that follows me and I follow him back 
basically tweeted the same thing hours later. Maybe they didn't see it, but what I don't know. It just felt like, dude, did you see this? And then just kind of reworded a bunch. That's what it felt like to me. Anyhow, um, yes, yeah, so seriously, uh, do I want to just get right into it? No, I'm still talking about Halloween. Elmo, underrated follow on Twitter, like I said. He's all just about positivity, but he gets silly with it too. Sometimes he'll like uh, quote tweet like Oscar the Grouch and be like, Oscar, always grumpy. You grumpy grumpy. You know, it's just kind of fun. I feel like he's trolling his, uh, his neighbors. Because we, we see Oscar, Elmo, Abby. Yeah, some of you don't know Abby. Abby's, Abby's pretty new school. I don't know how long she's been around, but Abby's new. Abby wasn't around when I was a kid. Big Bird's barely on the show anymore, by the way. Elmo, and Elmo hijacked that show. It, is, it might as well be called Elmo Street because he's in every sketch. I call them sketches. It's like SNL to me. You know, they're pretty, they're pretty damn good. They're, they had one time, instead of Orange is the New Black, they had Orange is the New Snack. Come on, it's genius writing. SNL wishes they had writing like that, which is weird they had uh, Orange is the New Black parody because like, little kids don't know the TV show Orange is the New Black. But Orange is the New Snack was pretty hilarious. And instead of Piper... Chapman, they had Piper Snackman. It was just, it was well put together. I was a fan. Anyhow, uh, almost just always, he's a crack up, you know? But then you got Big Bird and, and Cookie Monster and all of them. They're like his neighbors, too. I think of them as like, oh, those are the co stars. But no, those are, they live there. That's their block. They got to they take care of business, you know? And there's humans there, too. They're monsters, Muppets. Big Bird's a, some sort of hybrid bird ostrich thing. I don't know. I mean, ostriches are technically birds. Who might have shown an ostrich because it can't fly? It runs real fast and it's got that crazy neck thing going. Good for the ostrich. I heard they don't really bury their heads in the sand. I heard that's kind of like a bullshit thing. So someone, someone who didn't like ostriches was throwing that out there, talking shit about ostriches. And you know what they do? Just bury their heads in the sand like a dumb ostrich. I think one ostrich was like, ooh, there's some good shit in the sand. Put his head in there. And then everyone's like, look how fucking dumb that guy is. He's burying his head in the sand. And then ostrich was like, hey, fuck you, man. Look at this worm I just got. It's a dope-ass worm. It's delicious. It's like seasoned. It's a good kind of worm because it had the sand on it already, and I like this kind of sand. And then everyone was like, "Well, you want to be, you want to have your, you know, you want to be in reality, or you want to be like one of those ostriches burying their heads in the sand whenever things get tough." And I think that's just how things snowball. That's how things become phrases, cliches. No, it's not a cliche. What is it? It's a phrase. No, like there's another word for it. I don't know, guys. I don't know what it's called. You know, it's like a. A saying, a certain saying, like that's how that becomes a saying, like um, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, and people be like, what the fuck's a gander? Or, um, you know, my dad used to have funny ones. He used to say, you could tune a piano, but you can't tune a fish. I appreciated that line. Even as a kid, I'm like, that's a good pun. I dig that, because it's a different type of tuning. See what I'm saying? Double meanings there. Well, Halloween is fun. I don't know. I'm 34 now, so how into Halloween can I possibly get into? Every now and then... See, the people that celebrate stuff the Saturday before the actual day, like in Chicago, people will go out on St. Patrick's Day, but the Saturday before is usually really big. But the real, that's why I like the actual day. The real alcoholics go out on the actual St. Patrick's Day. I love it when St. Patrick's Day falls on a Tuesday because when I was in high school, I went to St. Patrick High School in Chicago, and we would be given that day off. So we'd all get together as, as children, basically, when you're a teenager, you're a child, and start drinking early then. And then as an adult, whatever job I had, luckily I didn't have anything serious where I could just be like, yo, I'm not working on the 17th of March. One time they had, I, I worked at a restaurant. We had to write down the reason why we needed a day off. And on March 17th, I wrote religious purposes, which I felt was fair. I dared someone to question me on that because they're like St. Patrick's Day, religious purposes. And I'm like, yeah, it's the sacrament. I got to drink the sacrament a lot and all day. You got a problem with that? I'll, take, I'll get the ACLU on your ass. What do you think of that? You want to make a case of this? 
Kilgallen versus Longhorn Steakhouse. We could do that. Get tough. Get tough, Longhorn. Much like your freaking ribeye's been lately. A little tough, you know? I don't mean to talk trash about a place that hired me on two different occasions. Anyhow, it's decent stakes, guys. They're not bad. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, so I, I was driving to do some shows on Saturday night, and I seen all these people decked down in Halloween costumes. I'm like, I haven't even thought of a costume. I don't even know. I was, it's the 30th right now you're listening to this, so I, I still don't have a costume. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll throw on a, a hockey jersey and be like, I'm a Blackhawk, you know? And or I don't even, who knows? I wanted to get a Cookie Monster costume, but an adult size one was really expensive because I wanted to match my son. We're going to be Cookie Monster and Elmo, and I thought that'd be a moment, but it looks like it's not going to happen, which in retrospect might work out because if he's anything like me, a decade or two from now, he'll look back and be like, oh, I was Elmo, and then he sees me dressed as Cookie Monster and think that's pretty lame, Dad. Some lame shit right there. You're an adult. Maybe you should have been, you know, dressed like an adult. That's what you should have been dressed as. And I'd be like, you know what? I thought, you know, it was cool for pictures, man. Those got a lot of likes on Instagram. And he's going to be like, what's Instagram? And I'm going to be like, hmm, no, you kids don't know anything these days. That's how it's going to work out. But no, I do like it. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. You know, the horror movie stuff gets a little, or I, there's some houses where I, I could see throwing some pumpkins out there, but the people who go all out, it's a little, you know, what if I went all out for Columbus Day and had some ships on my front lawn? It was just, I don't know, some, I don't get the decorating of the homes. I've been thinking about that. Like Christmas is pretty, it's the snow, so... Maybe I'm just a big hypocrite. I want to talk about consistency later. Where's my consistency? I love Christmas decorations and people left their houses for that, but I'm not against Halloween. It's just weird what holidays people pick and choose. St. Patrick's Day, I just throw an Irish flag up or a shamrock on the window, but maybe that's hypocritical too. Valentine's Day seems like, well, why are we, are we throwing hearts in, in, on the window and what roses? I don't know what else to do. Like little naked babies with bow and arrows. It seems like a weird one. Imagine if there was just one house that you had to walk by all the time, and they were they went nuts on Valentine's Day. Just they, the whole fucking thing was red, flowers and hearts and and the little candy hearts that say like "Kiss Me" and all that stuff, which you know a little inappropriate in the Me Too movement to have little candy hearts without consent. You know, hey, kiss me. Hey, how about how about a little hand jerking off motion on one of those hearts? That's not pr- polite either in, in modern society. So yeah, things to think about. I don't mind. I like the candy. It's a cool idea. They like give out some candy, but now you know nowadays I don't even know how many kids you get. So I feel like I get a lot of candy left over for me, and that's when I start to get fat from October thirty first through Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then you do the New Year's thing where you're like, I'm gonna get in shape, and then you go to a gym from January first to like the seventh, and then you're like, you know, it's too cold to go out. I don't know why people. That's 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 really fucked up the calendar. New Year's Day should have been July first. That should have been how you start a year. Gorgeous outside. You're feeling. You got the energy. You know. Instead, January 1st, this is when I'm going to kick off and, and turn my life around when in most of the country, it's shit out. That's that, okay. Because then you start to shovel snow that morning and your back starts to go out and you're like, you know what, I'm just, I'm going to go back to sleep. This was stupid. This is dumb. I'm going to watch, I'm going to watch college football and then, you know, and, and drink some more. I'll, I'll figure this out in February. And then before you know it, your year's shot. And then it's another summer of having a, a belly that you're not proud of by the, by the pool or the beach. You know, and you keep telling yourself, oh man, so I'm, I'm doing, you know what I'm doing? I just talked, I just motivated myself, everybody. Through a one-sided conversation with me, I've motivated me. I'm not starting my New Year's resolutions or my, New, or my goals for 2019 on January 1st, 2019. I'm starting them on November 1st, because today's the 30th, tomorrow's Halloween, I got things going on. November 1st starts my year. That way I'm getting a two-month head start on all you motherfuckers. So I don't know what I'm calling you guys motherfuckers. You're my friends. You listen to the podcast. I'm just, sometimes you get amped up and you got to just use swear words. 
That's what I think. I think that's my advice to everybody. You don't have to wait. You don't live your life by some stupid-ass calendar. You control the calendar. It's your time. If you want to start 2019 in November, do it. Get, get it in the gear. That way on January 1st when everyone else is like, oh, it's time to, time to start the new year, you'll be like, well, I've already been there, man. I'm in mid-season form. You're just getting off your fat ass. That's right. Look at this four-pack. Not a six-pack yet, but it'll be there. That's what you say, and then you, you, show, you show your stomach. Don't shave your stomach completely. I, I did that once, and then the hairs grow back weird. And okay, listen, though, but Halloween, I, I, I think if you're out there dressing up, have fun with it. Be a good person about it. Um, I just think maybe I'm past that point. Maybe I got too much going on in my life right now. Those were good times, though, back then where, you know, where you'd get all dressed up and go to a Halloween party and, and the women wearing next to nothing. It's a fun, it's a fun get. It's a fun look. It's a fun, uh, it's a fun little uh, night out. Uh, so have fun with those, uh, you know, on Halloween. Get the good candy, though. Candy, too, if you're handing out candy. Maybe some asshole who's like, oh, here's a granola bar. What are you, dick? One day a year. Let the kids be fat. I'm not encouraging, you know, them to get, I don't know. Just but like, I just feel like that's unfun. It's one day, you know, you got to go with the big brands. Unless, I don't know. I, I, one time I got this German candy where I was just like, I don't trust this. I'm throwing this out. And everyone's like, no, chocolate in Germany is the best. I go, yeah, I know, but I'm not in Germany. I don't know what these letters mean. What is this? I got to decode what it is? I, you know, I'm not, it's, I, know, I recognize Snickers. Snickers, like, you know, Starburst. Starburst is underrated. Skittles. I'm starting to lean toward the fruitier candies than the chocolate. I'm not overdo it with the chocolate. But yeah, Halloween. Halloween's pretty badass. Have some fun with it. Horror movies I go, I go back and forth with. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, they're great. Other times, I don't like, I like the ones that are more suspenseful. There's like a, th- a thrillers, I think they call them. There's a, th- like, there's, ooh, you know, ooh, shit, I didn't see that. Oh, damn, look at that, you know? I don't like the gory. I don't, and that's why I never like the Final Destination movies. Too gory. Oh, they avoided death by not getting hit by a truck or a plane crash. So, and then the whole idea is, death will find you. Well, death's a dick. Why not just a heart attack? How do they not give any of these people, like, a, they die in their sleep peacefully? Every one of the people who survived that first wave in Final Destination or any of the Final Destinations, they had to get their heads chopped off in an elevator. That was a scene in one of them. They had to, like, you know, a barbecue grill explodes in their face and they, they lose all their limbs or, you know what I mean? Or a, a woman gets burned to death in a freaking tanning bed. Like, fuck you, death, you, you cunt. How would you not? Oh, man, if death was a person, I'd be like, Do you want me to fucking kill you, man? Like, that's just rude. I, I, I get it. You got a quota. You got numbers to me. You got a boss somewhere. But man, that's a dick move. How about like, like just natural cause? Or how about something like just real, like real, they slip and, you know, someone goes to sleep, they don't wake up. It's a better way to go. I guess that's not a movie then. It's just fine. Movie didn't need to be made. I think it was the last thing I ever saw Devin Sawa in anyway. What's Devin Sawa done since the first Final Destination? I miss Devin Sawa. I thought he was great. He was good in, uh, I think Slackers was one of the last movies he did. He was very funny in that. So, yeah, I think Final Destination probably creeped Devin Sawa out. And he's like, you know what? What's the point of life at all? I'm going to stay inside in my padded mansion. That's not getting me outside. See, that's what you did, Final Destination writers. You, you fucked over what was once a promising career for young actor Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa could have been Leonardo DiCaprio. Think about it. Started off on the same trajectory. I bet if you pulled half of 17 to 25-year-old girls and women, 18 to 25, let's be weird. Let's not be, you know, let's not creep out anyone. Let's not go underage anyone. Let's say 18 to 25. You, you pull all those women in 1998, 99, I bet 50-50 split to bang Leonardo DiCaprio versus Devin Sawa. 50-50. Here we are in 2018. Devin Sawa, no idea what happened to that guy. 
I don't know where he is. And I lived in LA for three years. You don't think I didn't look for him? I did. I knocked. I knocked on some doors. I was wondering what he was up to. You know, I played some pickup baseball, pickup football games out there. He had a good arm in Little Giants. I can only imagine that arm matured from when he filmed that when he was 12. Just an annoying thing to think about. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of gory movies, long story short. All right, let's just get to the fun news in my life. Big news, everybody. I am happy to announce along with my, my wife and my, my son and uh, my, my puppy daughter that uh, the Kilgallen family is growing. Um, my second child will be, is due May 12, 2019. That's right. Got the wife pregnant again. What's up? And um, we're very excited about this. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to be a, a dad again. A dad still? I don't know how to say that. But yeah, uh, baby number two is coming. Mother's Day is the due date, which I think is kind of a cool one. Uh, my first child was uh, due on Valentine's Day. So I think I just I aim for holidays. You know what I'm saying? Because the aim part. Okay. I'm very excited, though, like I said before. Uh, boy or girl, people keep asking me. I don't know. And we're not going to find out. We kick it old school. I didn't find out for my son. And I'm not going to find out for my next son or daughter. Or who knows? Right? I don't know what's going to change from now till May. There could be other stuff. I'm just kidding around everyone. But yeah, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm pumped. You know, I'm already thinking like it's, it's, it is satisfying thinking about things that isn't just yourself putting other people before you. I'm already like looking around the house going, okay, now that there's gonna be two of these things running around here, although the little one won't run around for a while, but you know, I gotta, gotta plan things out. I gotta, I want to make this house better for two children instead of one. Not that it's not already awesome for one. It is. But yeah, you just you put yourself in front of other people, man. It's um, and those of you who who don't have kids or, or don't want, if you don't want kids, it's fine. I'll never be someone who pushes people to have kids who don't want. If you don't want them, why would anyone? Why would you push anyone who doesn't want kids to have kids? Unless you think they'd be a really great parent and it's a waste. I mean, maybe I guess I don't know, but I would just never do that because there are enough people who have kids who shouldn't. So why would I push those who don't to do it? You know, I um. I've talked about this before. I didn't know if I wanted him for a while, but now I, if it was up to me, maybe I'd have a hundred. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have a hundred. That's irresponsible, but I definitely love being a dad and, um, I can't wait, uh, to have another baby. This is gonna be great. Um, coming up with names. We got a girl name we got. I'm not going to say if it's a boy, the boy names we're struggling with. I'll be honest with you a little bit here because I, I know too many boys. So <laughs> there's a, a negative association with many a name. That's where I think it gets tough. It's like, hey, how about this name? And you're like, Phew. especially if you're like me, if you're a little on the on the crazy side like I am when it comes to hating things. You're like, hey man, what do you think about um? You know, what I'm thinking about the name Steve. I'm like, oh, like like that guy, Steve Bartman. No, no, thank you. Not that I blame him. I don't blame him for ruining the Cubs' chances in 2003. I blame Dusty Baker more than anything. See, so right there, Dusty, that name's out. But Steve, by association, out. Uh, see, if you know someone and it rubs you the wrong way, like think about it this way. I actually have a brother-in-law named Donald. Um, that name's out because of the current president. You can't name a kid Donald. I mean, I'm sure there are people who are naming their kid Donald still because they're a big fan of his. I'm not a fan of his. Again, I don't get political with this, though I do have a few political things I want to say later on. And it's more not about right or left. It's not about Republican, Democrat. It's about consistency, people. I think that's a positive message that you could take away from today's episode of Kale Gallon's Pub. I hope you're drinking along with me. I'm, um, I'm just sipping something nice right here. Little little whiskey on the rocks. Again, I wanted to keep this one tight for you guys. Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I know I'm. I'm. It's weird too because when you're a parent, you also start thinking about like schools. You're like, what school will they go to? What's it's just all sorts of safety stuff, man. I'm I'm loving it though. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. 
because I, I have brothers and sisters and it was awesome. So I'm, I'm looking forward to them experiencing the same fun stuff we did. It's just like another, like, let me say this too, because I think a lot of people knock being a parent these days. I think, I think that's too easy, especially when I hear comedians do it, just hack. It's easy to go up there like, oh, I don't want, to, I don't want someone's going to ruin my life. It, it doesn't ruin your life. It's made my life a hundred thousand times better because I don't think you, it's a different kind of love. You can know love. It, it'd be an asshole thing to say you don't know love unless you had children, but you don't know this kind of love. It is the greatest feeling in the damn world. And, and I don't, I don't get to ruin your life because your life changes though. You know, I think, I think people just see their friends and go, oh, you used to be like me, but now you have responsibility. So you can't be like me. That's, that's what really makes me laugh about it. That's, that's what I realize that's what it is. So there'll be like a group of friends. They're all hanging out all the time doing one, a certain thing. Like, oh, we go to trivia on Wednesdays. We, every Friday night, we go to this bar. Saturday, we mix it up a little. And then the friend that was always there is no longer there because they have other responsibility. And so they think, man, that sucks, man. They used to party with us. Now they're at home with a kid that blows. They would rather be at home with the kid. That's what you don't realize. That change is better. You know, I'd rather, like I used to go out to 4 a.m. bars through my whole 20s. I would go out to uh, every night. Every, it was every night. I'm not even exaggerating with this. And, and now the idea, I'm like, I don't want to be tired. No way. I'd rather have energy to play with him in the morning than to have one more beer listening to you cry about something stupid. No thanks. Yeah, you start to realize what matters. And I think that's what's really cool. I'm actually reading a book right now. I'll, I'm not done with it yet, but the one part of it I could share with you guys I think you might dig. And then I'll, I'll dig up the, when I finish it, then I'll, I'm not going to recommend a book that I haven't finished yet. For, there's only a little bit left, but for all I know, the next chapter or two sucks hard and I'm not going to be embarrassed to tell you guys I haven't finished the book. Um, the guy says that he it was a, a writer and he started um, like counseling, is that the word? Like counseling uh, people who are terminally ill. They find out they're terminally ill and then he, and they go to him and he's kind of like their hospice care and he gets them ready. And, um, or not terminally ill, because terminally isn't, you can't, they get cancer. Terminally means that you're not coming back from it. And that would have defeated the whole purpose of what I'm about to say. All right, let me start again. This guy is like a grief counselor. People find out they have cancer and they go to him and he makes them feel better about it. And the first thing he notices, the first thing he tells them is that when people find out they have cancer, their first thoughts are, oh my God, I haven't lived the life I want to live. So he encourages them to live the life they want to live. So if it's some guy who's worked in an office his whole life, hating that nine to five grind and and I was like, yeah, I worked in the marketing department for a horrible company and I, and I was never happy and I lived for weekends and blah, blah, blah and all this. And it's just the first thing I thought of when I found out I had cancer is I'm going to die and look back on a life I couldn't stand. And so right away, he's like, what was your love? He goes, believe it or not, the violin. But I had a buddy down the street who said violins are for, mm. and so right away, I'm like, all right, well, I'm not playing the violin anymore, but I really miss the violin. He goes, you pick up that fiddle. It's called a fiddle, right? You pick up that violin and you go start playing it again. And then they start playing it again and then they're happy because they're living the life they finally wanted to live. And there's several cases of this. This dude's got an impressive record. And what happens is the cancer goes into remission. For some reason, the cancer almost acted as this wake-up call to these people. And they started living the life they always wanted to live. And because of that, the cancer went away. It's crazy, right? But it makes me think, like, why do we have to wait for something horrible to happen to finally live the life you want to live? Um, I don't know. I just thought that was a cool little thing for you guys. So when I talk about like the people who are like fuck kids, and that's fine if you don't want that responsibility, that's not for you. That's great. I'm not talking to you, but I am talking to you in a sense. Don't shit on the people who do have kids. You are basically shitting on an experience you can't comprehend because you haven't experienced it. 
And I'll say the same to the other people. The people who have kids, don't go running around telling other people they have kids. Let them live their life too. Shut the fuck up. That's annoying. It is. I think those people are almost more annoying. It's like overly religious people and atheists. The atheists who run around telling everyone to be an atheist, you are acting like the overly, overly religious people. You're doing the same thing they are. Your religion is atheism, and you're religious about telling people. You're preaching. You're a fucking preacher. So shut up. So it goes both ways. That's, that's how I view things. So now I could slide right into my consistency thing. Anyway, yay for me and my, and my, my beautiful wife and my awesome uh, son and everyone else that, uh, yeah, it's going to be, there's going to be five in the family now. You got me, Papa. You got Mama. You got big bro, little bro or sis, don't know yet. Not going to find out either because there's no surprises left in the world and we like to keep it that way. I think it's fun. Some people are like, well, how could you, with the anxiety and how do you prepare the room and all that? You, you fucking, you just have regular clothes, you know, sports team shirts are gender neutral and you're fine, okay? White shirts, it's, I don't understand why people dress up their kids in pink or blue as if, you, if those are the only two colors on the planet. It's really a dumb thing. And, uh, and then uh, my puppy, my puppy Holly, who's not really even a puppy anymore. She's almost five, but she'll always be my puppy. She's part of the family. Yes, I'm one of those people who considers my, my dog my daughter. She's my doggy daughter. Kill for that dog. So yes, of course, she's a, she's a child. How dare you? How dare you, sir or madam, listening to this podcast, judging me for that? Uh-uh. I think it's cool. Get a pet in your life. They're great. They're not pets because then they're, they're family. I don't even consider her my pet. She's, she's my kid. So uh, consistency is what I want to talk about. I mentioned the whole religion thing, the people who are, you know, there's, I, I, my problem with religion is a lot of people are inconsistent with what they pick and choose to like in the Bible. I probably mentioned this in the past before when talking about hypocrites is the person who is against gay people and gay marriage specifically because the Bible says man and a woman, but they've had premarital sex, a lot of it, several different people, still not married. Still banging people, left and right, women and men. They're not banging men. I'm just saying men do this and women also do this. And I think to myself, that's funny because the Bible is against that. So why are you overly adamant about screw gay people because the Bible says so, but this other part of the Bible, you're like, mm, fuck that part. I don't like that part. That part interferes with my happiness. That I don't get that. If you're, gonna, if you're picking and choosing which parts of something to like, you're, fuck you. You're a hypocrite. You're full of shit. You know, first commandment, there's, I believe in God. He's my guy. Second commandment, go, go to the, there's the second commandment on a, or go to the, go to church every Sunday. And you're like, nah, I'm not going to go. Well, okay. You like the first, you don't like the second. And that's just, I, I don't, if you are, if you are hundred percent, no, I follow everything to the Bible to a T. I could actually respect you. I would disagree with that. Cause I think that's kind of insane. Sorry. You know, there's parts of the Bible that say when a woman has her period, make her stay outside until it's over. That's a little crazy. Um, there's a part of the Bible that says you can't even play football because one who touches the, uh, dead, dead pig skin is unclean. It should be executed. If you, uh, have two different crops alongside each other, like if you grow corn next to wheat, you should be executed. It says all this stuff, you know? And then I know there's different parts of the religion where like Catholicism is all about new Testament, which I consider myself culturally Catholic. I like the cultural aspects of it, you know? I have like Jewish friends who are also like, ah, I'm not, I'm culturally Jewish. I don't really, I'm not practicing though. I kind of figure, I consider myself that I go, I'm Irish Catholic by culture is what I like to say. As far as religion goes, I don't know. I don't really want to get into that. Um, organized religion, I think has caused more, more harm than good. It saved a lot of people. And for that, it's great. Some people it's wonderful. I know people who have cleaned up their lives along religion. And for that, I'll never bash, bash religion the way some people do. 
I feel like it's had, has its merits, but it's also a lot of people killed in the name of it, which I think is also terrible. Of course, I mean, also terrible. Like I say that like, duh, everyone, everyone should think that's terrible, but you never know. You might meet some crazy fucks out there who are like, no nah, man, sometimes you got to kill if it's in the name of whatever. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever helps you sleep. But I just don't like the inconsistency in things. And that leads me to my next point. Oh, also I mentioned Jewish people. A heart, um, my heart goes out. I was going to say hearts go out. But I think I meant to say hats off too. I don't know, man. Sometimes when you talk by yourself, you just, you, there's no like, you know, at least on radio, when it's a guy doing a radio show by himself, he takes callers or he's got someone in his ear. Also, they want to talk for 26 straight minutes or 28 minutes like I have at this point without a break. Some commercial time would let them gather thoughts. And then they have a producer would play some intro music and some background stuff. It just, yeah, you know, I'm carrying the whole damn production here is what I'm telling you guys. I didn't mean to get loud at you guys. I love you. Don't, don't take this in any way. But I'm trying to say something sweet and sentimental here. All the people who were murdered in a ter- terrorist attack, that's what I'm calling it. That's right, because it was, it was anti-Semitic. It was they killed Jewish people in their own, own synagogue. 11 people were killed. Three officers were shot. So thanks to the first responders for getting there as quickly as they can. And, and, and hopefully the three that got shot, they uh, heal up quick. And um, yeah, brutal. Brutal what's going on. Um, like someone could have that much hate for a religion that's not their own, that they're going to do or do something like that. And that's what's killing me right now with um, the two sides. I've seen this coming in a, in, a, in a lot of ways because I kept seeing the way politics was being presented to the American public as this red versus blue. You know, right versus left, Republican, Democrat. Whenever there's two sides to things, you know, people go to extremes. And they turn into sports. And luckily, although there's been sports fans who have been, you know, stabbed at games and stuff like that, and people get go crazy over ice to get into big heated arguments, but luckily cooler heads prevailed. But when you make everything like this, like where it's us versus them mentality, you know, things are going to get out of hand. And when that one guy who was a Bernie supporter shot that congresswoman, or a congress, well, there was a congresswoman who got shot in Arizona. That was not by a Bernie supporter. That was by a, a right-wing nut job. And um, yeah, I'm going to call him a nut job. When you shoot someone, you're nuts. So same with this left-wing nut job who shot that, I think, a Republican congressman when they were playing softball. Fuck that guy. Fuck this guy sending pipe bombs to uh, former President Obama and, the, and former First Lady Michelle Obama and to CNN's offices and to um, who else got one? I can't remember. But yeah, it's insane what people are doing, like this whole like difference of opinion and you're my enemy, that's nonsense. And there's people holding on to things like that. The same people wave Confederate flags, think they could wave the American flag. Like, oh, I'm, if you wave the Confederate flag or own one, you're not a patriot. You're not. That's an enemy flag of the United States of America. Same if you have a Nazi flag. You're not, you're not on the team. It doesn't work that way. The opposite of the American flag would be the Confederate flag. It was, it was an enemy flag of ours. And the Confederacy doesn't exist anymore, and there hasn't been, you know what I mean? We haven't made amends. It's not like someone, if you, someone wanted to walk down the street with a British flag and an American flag next to each other, it's fine, we're allies now, I get that. But this is not that. The Nazi flag and the Confederate flag are enemies of the United States. And if you wave them, you are supporting an enemy of the United States, which makes you the exact opposite of a patriot. So don't, don't give me that shit because you fucking kick dirt and fuck your cousin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll go there. For people like that, and that's not a, that's not a play in the South. There are people like in, in in cities who act this way. It's not like a, a oh I'm, I'm shitting on Georgia right now. No, it's not like that because I know plenty of people from the South who are amazing people. 
I just want to see consistency. The same person who is going to shit on gay people wouldn't really just admit you hate gay people because the Bible tells them to, but then ignores all the other parts of the Bible that tells them not to do things because it, it fucks with their fun lifestyle. You could eat shit. And the same with these people. Trump today said he's going to repeal part of the 14th Amendment through executive action, which should piss a lot of people off because that's something that only Congress could do and you need a lot of state legislators to even change the Constitution, which I'm not even against changing the Constitution. It's called amendments. It was, it was, the whole document was designed to be changed. But there was one, there's a whole group of people who are like, you do not change the Constitution. They treat the Constitution like it's the Bible. See how this goes hand in hand with my Bible rant to the Constitution rant? Yeah, and they treat, so if you're, if you're going to look at the Constitution in this it wrong, by the way. You're looking at it wrong because, again, they're called amendments. You're, and I know it's only for the Second Amendment they think this way. They care about the Second Amendment. You could, you could really change all the other ones. They'll say First Amendment you can't change, but they don't really care about that. They just say that. But the 14th, are, are those same Second Amendment people who think the Second Amendment was to protect against a tyrannical government? Are they going to step forward? Are they going to take their guns and march in Washington now and say you guys are changing an amendment through back channels in, in, a, in a shady, crooked, bullshit way? And you do not change the Constitution. It's just way too easy to make that Southern accent when you're making fun of, when you're doing this type of person. I don't know. You just don't hear someone with like a New York accent, like going "Hey," or a Boston accent, saying these like kind of backward things. I'm sure they're they're out there. They do, but it doesn't come to your head that way. So apologies to my Southern listeners. I know I got friends like in Atlanta in that area. Um, but yeah, I just want consistency, right? Isn't that, is that too much to ask? Got to have some consistency out there. I want people to get to consistently give out good candy. I'm talking name brands, people. I want people to consistently um, tra- treat, like if you don't like someone giving you shit for something, you don't give them shit back, right? That's, that's the golden rule. Treat those who you want to be treated. And, and if you're going to have some faith in anything, you got you to be across the board. You can't just be like, I believe the Constitution. Don't you dare change the Constitution. What about this part? Oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck about that part. Like you can't do that. I mean, you can, but know that you suck. Just know that you suck. All right, everybody. I, t- I just wanted to talk to you guys for like half an hour or so right now and, um, and check in with you here on this nice Tuesday. I'll have another podcast for you later in the week with, a, with another guest. We'll, we'll go hard and have a fun, silly one saying it on such a serious note. But it was also a happy podcast. It was a positive one. I told you guys to follow Elmo. I gave you that great advice about living your best life before something bad happens to you. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, just, don't wait on a dream. If you're living, if you're if you're working a, a shit job you can't stand, there's always figure out a way. You could do it. Other people have done it. That means you can too. And I'm gonna be a dad again. And I'm very pumped about that. So uh, you know, thanks for everyone supporting this podcast. Keep telling listeners because if I could monetize this a little bit, make some money out of it, that would really help me since I'm gonna have another mouth to feed. Without also, I got shows coming up. If you're in the Chicago area, I'm gonna be at Zany's Rosemont the rest of this week. I'm headlining the Improv out in Schaumburg Sunday, November fourth. I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin, the second week of November. That's the 8th through the 10th, I believe. And then I'm working on some other road dates coming up throughout uh, the winter. So joekilgallon.com, check those out. You listen to my album that's on Spotify and all that other stuff. I'm looking to cut another one. So um, I'm trying to figure out date and location right now. So just you know, stay tuned. And again, everyone, uh, thanks for listening to Kilgallon's Pub. Cheers. <laughs>